Nowadays, introducing the original Blood Clad Podcast not PS. Sold in semantic. Special dedication all the way from New York. Boom! Yeah, man, SWOT semantic. Yeah, man, oh. Boom! Sold in semantic. Yeah, man, Big ups to the man, yeah. Sold in semantic. Right. How do you pronounce your name? It's Gould, right? Is it Gould or Gold? It's Gould. Yeah, you got like, it. Like Golden Gate Bridge. Exactly. Like the Gould Rush. Always. Yeah. A lot of people say Gold, but uh, there's a there's a football player. I don't know if you know Robbie Gold, who spells it the same way as me, Gould, but he pronounces it Gold. So a lot of people assume it's Gold from that. That's correct. Does Ludacris pronounce it properly? Ludacris doesn't pronounce shit properly. So uh, if we want to get a fight night scheduled, uh, I, I'm saying we make it happen. Uh, I hope so. I hope there's an alpaca involved, though. Jesus, man, that guy. No, 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 no. We're not doing this today. Jake, whatever you are, stop. What do you mean build a bear right out of workshop? What the hell are you doing? Get a real grizzly bear. Get yeah, out. Lower your voice. Stop. Get We're out. Playing hide and seek. No, Snuffy, that doesn't count. You ruined my position. unbelievable out of him and he's he's been on social media for what like 10 years he's got to know the rules uh you don't just you don't just repost people's content without tagging them he didn't even tag you no he didn't tag me wow that's cold shit because I, I remember you talking about it i know yeah. you didn't tag you okay let me let me uh, give the little introduction right. welcome to the soothing semantics podcast i'm your host rafi pinsky make sure to subscribe like share and leave any comments you'd like jake and i will get back to them and today, I have a very exciting guest, a hilarious dude, somebody I've been following for quite some time now, somebody who knows how to really piss off his dad. Welcome to the show, Jake Gould. How you doing, man? Doing well. Uh, it says wait for applause right here, so I'm just, just waiting for the applause. Okay. All right, good. Um, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Thanks for coming. It did take a little bit of follow up, but I was uh, I was persistent, and it, you know, glad glad you took the time, bro. I'm a busy man. I'm already I'm already get a hold of. Absolutely, about about as hard to put to keep together as that hair of yours. Absolutely, yeah, I know, right? I'm due for a haircut. What do you think? Grow it out or cut it? You should, as long as it pisses whatever pisses off your dad more, dude. That's true. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so- so let me give a, a disclaimer for any of you that don't know who Jake is, make sure you get to know him. I'm going to drop all the social media. He goes by Jake's funny and has over 2 million followers on TikTok. has over a hundred thousand uh, followers on Instagram and pretty much is your dad always likes to bust your balls for, for being unemployed as he's like an Ashkenazi Jewish father. And he's like, come on, Jake, what, what is all this that I raised you for? And you fucking, pissing it away on whatever you sound more like him than he does <laughs> it's also i'm from brooklyn bro so like i feel like that's yeah. where it all stems from that very yeah. as soon as they got off the boats boats from europe yeah. they went straight into brooklyn that was they went into ellis island brooklyn they yep. developed that very nasally european thing i don't know what happened but i think fact, no matter how what since you brought that up our original last name family last name is actually goldberg and our great-grandfather changed it when he came here uh, to sound obviously less Jewish, uh, so we got it to Gould. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. I didn't, yeah. you didn't, I don't think you mentioned that on Ari Man, the podcast with Ari Manis. No, nope. which nope. I You're watched the first by the person. way. I'm breaking the news here. You heard it here first. That's it. There's going to be a nice amount of questions that, that, that I'm going to ask that weren't asked on the podcast previous right. one. So anyhow, guys, he likes to mess with his dad and the videos are hilarious. And I'm going to post a bunch of them in this podcast. Make sure to follow him. He is doing hilarious things. I, I really, dude, I wish you much success. You're fucking hilarious, dude. So yeah, I'm, I'm uh, glad everyone enjoys my father's torture as much. as <laughs> it warms When heart. the question is though, at what point did he go from what the fuck is going on until, all right, it's just another day in the life. When did this really start? And when, what was your, what kind of happened in the beginning? Did he kind of just sit you down and, and ask, are you okay? Are you having problems, you know, in your, in your well, personal life? Like he's what, been doing that of... my whole life. Uh, yeah. You know, to some degree, I'm not doing much different uh, than I have done my entire life with him. Uh, my brother and I have always done these types of things growing up since I could walk. Obviously I'm putting an extra spin on it. I'm doing a little more high caliber <laughs> things for TikTok. Uh, you know, I wasn't just getting billboards of him, um, you know, in my spare time before TikTok, but at the start, it kind of just was, was any day in the life, right? Nothing was really new. I was uh, taking a bite out of a deodorant stick or turning the shower off on him, right? You remember they were fairly low caliber at the beginning, started out simple. Um, so once, we, once I hit, I, I'd say the first two things that really kind of took the channel like, to like, oh shit, like he's not fucking around anymore was me getting the alpaca in the living room and then me belly flopping in a kiddie pool in the middle of our living room as well. Those were two. I just showed my buddy this. Yeah. I would never have done that before TikTok. So I guess after that, uh, there was genuine anger when I belly flopped in the kiddie pool because I really did kind of flood the living room. Obviously I, <laughs> it. I don't want you guys to think I'm a horrible person. Uh, I do clean up and try and salvage everything I do. Um, but after that, he was a little angry. I talked to him about how I'm like that. Look, I have, uh, I think I had like 200,000 followers at that point, maybe 150,000. Like that, there's like actual light at the end of the tunnel for this. There's money. There's 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 a life in this. This is a career. You know, he didn't understand it at all. Now I think with two million followers, he does understand it mainly because he's gotten recognized a handful of times now in public by himself, and he'll always tell me about it. And I think he likes that. So he does see that there is tremendous potential value in this. What's crazy is that if it wasn't going anywhere, he would hate you for it. I imagine. Meaning, oh, yeah. hate is a strong word, but he'd be like, "Can you fucking do something? Can you can you get your law degree? Can you become an accountant? You are pissing away everything I worked for." But now that he sees it's working, I feel like it's a total mind fuck. He says, "This is not what I planned. This is not what I wanted my son to do, but it's working." Well, yeah, yeah. So what am I? Of course, he wishes he wasn't the butt of every joke, but Probably. at the end of the day, he always wants what's best for me. So he knows if there's a success to be had, then you know, good for me. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, if he had it his way, I'd be doing something else for sure. There's no doubt about that. What do you think he'd want you to do if, if, if he could have his he, way? He, he wouldn't really. He's not He's not like a strict, uh, you know, you need to become doctor, lawyer. Uh, he would just, uh, he, he wants to, me to do it. Uh, makes me happy at the end of the day. So he's fine. But I was into real estate. Uh, when, I remember when I started this, he was thinking, why don't you go into real estate? Like, why are you trying to be an asshole on camera for, you know, I think, you know, he's like, it's a much more lucrative career, respectable career. So I think real estate would have been the thing because I got my real estate license actually a few years ago. 
And that's what I was planning to go into, but then you guys just kept liking my videos. So it's not my fault at the end of the day. I think it's your guys' fault. You guys are culpable. hundred percent. I'm glad I, I'm glad to take full credit for that, man. I'm actually a realtor. So that's funny. Oh, really? That's very funny. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it for now. I just have this podcast is also a nice way for me to, to be quirky and different and just show who I am. And, and you know, real estate too, you can do that. Obviously not to the degree that you do, but you, you have some pretty quirky realtors. You have uh, Ryan Serhant, if you know who he is. He's definitely an out of the box dude. I'm not, I'm not in the game anymore. I got yeah, you, man. <laughs> I totally get it. So what, what do you, what was your initial plan or did you not have any plans when you first started making the episodes? Did you think that this might've, this might become something or you totally just did it for shits and giggles? Yeah, it's a good question. So I guess I'll say, first off, I did plan it. I did plan it more than anyone really thinks. I think a lot of people are successful on not just this app, but just in anything, you know, plan it, plan out their content a lot, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is. So I studied the platform for a while. I actually made an account well over a year ago and it had nothing to do with my father. I was, this was back when the coronavirus started and I was cooped up in college. So I started making videos on my own. They didn't take off very well. Moved back in with my father, pandemic kept going. So I said, let me hit the drawing board and think what I can do. And I was studying the app. I spent weeks and weeks. I actually have a Word document on my computer, which is like 60 pages long of just notes before I even posted my first video. And I found these father-son pranks, which are very popular on the app, right? So I knew, you know, to make a long story short, I I knew I had the right content that could go viral. Father-son pranks, always a hit. I just had no idea whether it would go viral, right? So I was kind of rolling the dice and, 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 you know, it came up. In my you favor. did your data. So you're, you're making it very clear that this wasn't just uh, something you threw at the wall. Obviously, you took a chance with it, but you, you had yeah. 60 pages on, on Word. So you, I guess your father's, um, your father's teachings did pay off to a degree. They it did. sounds like you're, you know, you're definitely, it seems like you're a data guy to some degree. So it wasn't Thank just. You. He, yeah. So, so this, uh, this was kind of a gamble, but, you know, I actually, what's funny, I have probably 25 videos filmed that will never see the light of day most likely that still again have nothing to do with my father there were videos when i came back home i was thinking of sticks thinking of sticks i was doing all these things so i have a bunch of videos filmed that i never posted finally i found the father-son niche i said this is what i'm happiest with and i started posting you know every day for like three weeks and it just blew up wow that's crazy yeah, where, do you, where do you kind of think are you kind of thinking that this will allow you to maybe go into film? Is there something else that you're, that you're down to, to leverage with this big platform you have obviously endorsements, advertisements, promotions. Those are, those are all a side effect. And I even see that you're doing some of that and you're, you're (laughs) so good. You're so good at that (laughs) preparation age, bro. It killed me. Oh yeah. Dad, what'd you spill? Yep, that's my old man, and he suffers from terrible hemorrhoids. Once a spry young buck, now just another swollen lump in his rump. So this Father's Day, give Dad the gift of Preparation H. Thanks to Preparation H, my dad can finally do the things he loves, like watching the game and yelling at his son. Preparation H, it's what Dad's been itching for. Yeah, Preparation (laughs) H has not paid me for that. I'm uh, I'm very angry. I want to turn that into something. Actually. Uh, fun fact, I'm trying right now to get a Preparation H sponsored billboard, uh, much right. like the erectile dysfunction one. 
if you reach out to them, man, and I imagine they've seen it, they have to have seen it. Oh, they have. They, they reached out to me, actually. <laughs> Dude, I wish I'm not there right now. I'm actually I'm not I'm not at uh, my dad's place. We have a care package this big full of Preparation H products. They sent it to us after and they said, here, take care of your dad's ass. And it's just a shit ton of uh, hemorrhoid cream and wipes and things <laughs> like that. So that was awesome. So yeah, dude. I, so so why haven't they done it yet? I mean, why aren't they actually? I, I'm I'm currently in talks. I messaged them twice, and they said, "Hey, we're um, ta- talking to marketing." Actually, I wonder if I could could probably find the DM in like two seconds. You think maybe you think maybe it's the demographic because they feel like maybe not enough people that would actually use it or are watching it. I'm just thinking outside the box. Maybe, but but for something like a billboard, you know, forget the advertisement on my channel, which is millions of people they can use it for their own advertisement a lot. I mean, a billboard on there, they can market it to whoever they want. Cause at the end of the day, it's still a funny story. I think if it's like a hundred percent. Yes. And you're, yeah, honestly. Yeah. They, they would benefit so, immensely. The last thing they said, our team. <laughs> so I messaged them once they said, okay, thanks for letting us know. Basically I messaged them again. They said, okay, our team is still looking for a potential collab. We'll let you know. So I'm kind of on a, a holding pattern now. We'll see if anything comes of it. You're probably going to get it, man. Who else is doing something like this? I'm sure you'll get it. And it's not that so, expensive. It's only like, a, you know, it's a few thousand bucks to get even a large billboard, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you can also get heavily paid for this. What, so back to that question, what do you think or what do you plan on doing with your platform now, now that it's growing and it's already at a very large size? What are, you, what are your thoughts as far as what you'd like to do otherwise? It's a good question. It changed, my answer changes literally every day. Um, you know, obviously there's, there's really a few main routes when you're doing this. One is to stay the social media route, kind of transition into YouTube, which is what I think I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I'll start off with, I think I want to do that right now. Transition into YouTube where there's real money. TikTok doesn't really pay shit. So create original content there, longer form videos, whether it's pranks, whether I'm doing sketch comedy, whatever it is. Um, a lot of people obviously try to transition into acting, traditional acting, like Jimmy Tatro, if you know who that is, started his YouTube no. videos. He was, a, he was a guy, he had a big YouTube channel, Life According to Jimmy, I think. Built up millions of subscribers, and surprisingly, it's probably not what I would have done, but he just kind of gave up social media and, and has transitioned to, to traditional film now. And the third route is kind of like a, to be like a stand-up comedian of sorts. Um, I don't think I have any interest in that because... You need, you need a good set at the end of the day, you know, no matter how, how funny you are on camera, you need a good set to, to roll with. You need uh, to spend hours and hours and hours writing material for something like that. And I think I'm much better at coming up with, with funny scenarios and videos and pranks and things like that. Absolutely. No, it's good that you're, it's good that you're kind of aware of that and not to say that you wouldn't potentially do well at it, but it's kind of good that you, that you have that, you know, kind of where your niche is and you're going Full force into it. That's awesome. Maybe I go to OnlyFans if all else fails. Who knows? Yo, by the way, speaking of OnlyFans, they are brilliant with that guerrilla marketing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're not doing adult content anymore. (laughs) All of these dudes start paying for a million accounts. They're like, oh, shit, we're going to lose this. And then at the last minute, they go, ah, you know what? We're going to keep it. Yeah, yeah. And then I actually believe them. I actually believe them because I heard they were getting a billion dollars from somewhere. I thought that was legitimate. And I was like, wow, a lot of women are, well, a lot of these girls are going to be out of, they're going to have to give away their fancy apartments. 
Exactly. You know? Yeah. As if In-N-Out Burger was just going to stop selling burgers, right? Like I, <laughs> I know this wasn't going to happen uh, to the extent they were pushing for. So. Sure. And, and even if they did, man, there would be another site that would pop up or something. I mean, there, yeah. there'd, there'd always be another option. Yeah. hundred percent, dude. <laughs> I, so, I have no taking, uh, taking, maybe I'll take pictures of my dad or something and, and without his knowledge and, and sell them. <laughs> a million ways to make money here. hundred percent, man. What was it? What was it like growing up though? Were you kind of the prankster when you were younger? Were you a, a total jokester? Yeah, I was always a class clown. Um, I wasn't so much of a prankster. I never really set up a lot of pranks. I was just, my philosophy, I consider myself a comedian at the end of the day whether I'm a sit down or stand up comedian or whatever it is. Uh, and as such, I would always just go for the laugh, whatever it was, wherever it was, didn't matter how serious or tense the situation was or where we were classroom. Someone's given a speech. I couldn't help myself and I still can't, whether I'm in public, I just have to always go for a laugh. If I see it, I take it. That's good, man. It's awesome. Yeah, so, so so- teachers, teachers either. I was actually a very good student basically a straight A student, always through high school, middle school, college. So teachers either loved me or hated me because I would always participate. I was always answering their questions. I was always present. I would never like really sleep in class. Um, I was always getting good grades, but I was a class clown jackass too. So as long as they could put up with that and they recognized that, you know, I meant it in good faith, we were, we were cool. That's crazy, man. And that's yeah, honestly, that's a very big blessing, man, because you can fuck around that much in school and still do that well. That doesn't happen, man. Most most class clowns are not doing well in class. So, right. so quite frankly, you must be a pretty smart dude because that's uh, that's not common. But because I, I was going to say, if you were doing badly, uh, you're about to say something. But let me just quickly throw this in. No, you're good. If you were if you were fucking up in school, mm-hmm. your teachers probably would have had your dad over for PTA, and they would have said, you know, your kid's not going to really amount to much if he keeps this up. But if you're getting straight A's, bro, like, what are they going to say? So that's why I was gonna I was gonna say. If you weren't doing well and they said what they said based on your, your jokes mm-hmm. and you end up years later making a massive social media account with this following, mm-hmm. it would really slap them in the face because their 50K salary would be very, you know where I'm going? So it's right. kind, of, kind of wild. And I have no, yeah, I have no interest in showing up any of that. Maybe, maybe one or two of the teachers I can think of off the top of my head. I would love to go back and, and put a middle, middle finger in their face. But most of them, I mean... Teacher's the freaking toughest job in the world. I recognize that. I got nothing but love for, for almost all of them. Um, so, and yeah, I, like you said, I, I, almost, I almost studied hard and got good grades so that I could be a jackass, if that makes sense. It gave me kind of carte blanche to be able to, 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 to make jokes and, and, you know, say what I wanted. Because, yeah, if I was getting asked, then I was just a problem child. No, no teacher wanted to have me around. So I made sure I got good grades. Speaking of problem child, who do you got your money on? I got my money on the problem, child. Got to represent Team uh, Team YouTube. Yeah, I, honestly, man, I think he's going to win. I really Why do. Why not? It's yeah. different. It's technically different sports. He's a he's a boxer, whether we like it or not. I'm sure he'd get his ass kicked by a real, real good boxer. Right. But he he can take anyone in like the UFC. Why not? Yeah, dude, it's just funny that people people will never give him that credit. They refuse yeah, yeah. to people. It's just funny how human nature is. They. He's, he's been, he doesn't really get, he likes the hate because it ends up good. You know, any publicity is good publicity in that, in that sense. I, I think he's going to take it. It's just, I can't wait for the fight. I'm stoked. Yeah, if Woodley, I just want to see Woodley get the tattoo. That's going to be great. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he made a mockery out of Askren. And, you know, I, I think Woodley's probably better than Askren, but it's still, uh, if he could just sit down Ben in less than a round, I mean, it, you know, I don't think Woodley has a chance, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Woodley's definitely, definitely a lot better, but I don't think... And, I, and yeah. probably trains, will train much more. We could tell Ben did not train much. So, yeah, I don't want to no. put them in the same category, but still, you know. For sure. Okay, but, but back to you, my man. Yeah. Uh, and when so, I fight Ludacris, by the way, uh, put your money. <laughs> what was that thing we did with NLE Chapa, by the way? I don't even know who the heck that guy was until I. Until I yeah, it was just a stitch with him. I didn't. Actually, you guys actually, oh, but he didn't no, know. Okay, we didn't actually collab. No, 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 no. You're talking about the TikTok where he's like, "This herb helps with erectile dysfunction." You're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, we he didn't. Was actually endorsing that? It was a joke. No, no, he's he really is like. Uh, some herbal fucking, you know, doctor now they call him. <laughs> so he promoted that, that video blew up. And the reason why I did that is because I got tagged in that video probably 600 times because naturally anything that circulates uh, TikTok that has to deal with like erectile dysfunction, you see my name tagged in the comments all over the place. So I check it out and I'm like, Oh, this will be funny. So I just made a, a stitch. With That's awesome. And, and now, and now a question that I think a lot of people are wondering, and I, you might've mentioned it, what is the story with what's the story with your with your dad? Meaning you is your mom around? I know it's a pretty personal question, but I'm kind of just curious. I'm at her house right talking. now. So yes, she is. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. She's all good. She's still kicking alive and well. They're divorced. Uh they divorced when I was like 10, 11, maybe. Um, but they still get along. She's uh she's actually people always wonder who films. Uh there, I wish there was a good answer. Like there's a secret film filmographer. Um, she's filmed a couple of my things before. It's basically whoever I can get any friends that are around. I've had my mom film a couple of things for me. Um, no, she loves the videos. She's, she thinks it's awesome because they're not on her. So, <laughs> you know, how come, is there a reason do you, what do you think her reaction would be to them? Um, she's not as much of a character as my dad, my dad's obviously a clear character, so it wouldn't it wouldn't make as good of videos. But she's 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 very smart. She's very clever. She'll she'll actually she's actually giving me a couple ideas on videos. She's like, oh, you should do this to your dad, you know. <laughs> Maybe a lot of it's sinister, like. Ooh. Oh okay. yeah, we 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 <laughs> scheme together. Don't worry. That's fucking uh, great. But now nah, the reactions wouldn't be as great. Uh, yeah. I hear that. It, it just it's funnier, man. Uh, father to son is just a funnier dynamic, no matter how you yeah. spin it. You know, unless your mom was just such a funny person, her reactions were funny, then it would work. But father, something about father to son. What also just is gives it the shock factor is the keep a man. Like when I saw you do in the videos, if it was just two people, two white guys, it would definitely be hilarious. Don't get me wrong. But as soon as I saw the keep, I said, oh, my, wait a minute. That's they're Jewish. Oh, that's fucking great. You know, it, yeah. it automatically just goes, you know. Oh, yeah. It adds a layer, you know. Part of the reason I thought it would be so successful too, I, there was two main accounts I saw on TikTok. I don't know if you've heard of them. One of them is Young Yosa. He pranks his African father. You ever seen that kid? No, I haven't. No. So his, but I have seen the Af the thing that has been going viral is that African guy. That there's something that someone does wrong that could have so easily been done the right way. So he goes and does it the right way, and then goes like this. Yeah. Motherfucker has over a hundred million followers now crazy that guy went viral what <laughs> i don't understand dude Pissed look off? 
Are you pissed? Oh, no, 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 I'm not. No, no. At the end of the day, here's my philosophy on 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 TikTok. First off, but hold your thought that you were gonna make before, by the way. Sure. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just well, I'll go back to that real quick. I'll just say so. So, so this guy pranks his African father, and that's what he titles it: "Pissing off my African father, part one through a million, just like me." <laughs> and it's funny because his father speaks in a different language, um, and it's very like niche kind of, and, and everyone likes seeing you know, someone of a different culture. It's, it's just, it's funnier. I don't know why there's another mm-hmm. guy named Ozzy Koi who has over 5 million followers on the app. He pranks his Arab father and the father speaks in Arabic. Right. And, and it's, and it's this whole thing. I was like, well, let me prank my Jewish father. And it's just, it adds a layer of, of uniqueness, I guess. So that's why I thought it was, it was more uh, special to, to go that route. So now to back to TikTok. Look, Anyone who tells you that they understand the TikTok algorithm or that there's like a lot of rhyme or reason to it or they know how to crack it is a fucking liar. Okay. There's very little rhyme or reason to it. The person who created the algorithm is locked in a dungeon somewhere, 50 feet underwater, and they won't let him out. Okay. And they're like keeping him alive on life support. That's my theory. Um, because I've studied, and, I, and I'm saying that as I studied it. I've studied it. I've been using it for eight months and I've been very successful on the app, but I attribute it to. 10% of it is, is, is making sure you have the right, you know, content, the right editing, the right everything. And 90% of it is just luck. So a guy like that, Cabby Lane, who you brought up, who just does this. It's funny, sure. But is it 100 million followers funny? No. At the end of the day, TikTok kind of picks and chooses who they want to push out, right? Wow. So I still think he deserves every follower he gets completely. Because I think anyone who puts themselves out there and constantly makes videos deserves every follower they get no matter what even addison ray right if you know her all she does is shakes her ass on camera and she has like 90 million followers not a lot of talent there you could argue but at the end of the day she's still putting herself out there constantly filming and working so i do think she does deserve every follower so that's kind of my take on on someone that's that's crazy though that it's 90 that you think of 90 percent of its luck yeah um again and 90 percent of its luck but you have to have the 10% of skill that comes first. So I'm not saying that any, any schmuck can just go on and start posting and be like, Oh, well, it's mostly luck. I'll try and get viral. No, that's not really how it works. You have to have, you have to put some effort into your videos. You have to know your videos are good first, or at least viral potential viral worthy. They have to, you know, people have to like them. Mm -hmm. But once, so once you've done that, then it's mostly luck because there's so many videos. There's so many creators I see who have great videos, make great content. They get no love. They get no followers because you're competing, right? With like 2 billion people on the platform. There's not room for everyone. So TikTok kind of picks and chooses and you have to hope you fall in their favor at the end of the day. It's really crazy how that is. Yeah. It's a tough world, man. I mean, ultimately most things people try don't work out. But I think largely there's also this natural, this natural feeling people get when they watch something where even if it's scripted, it flows. So with your content, with you, what you put out, your dad's reactions, whether your dad knows you're doing it or not. And, and does he, does he, I imagine most of the time he doesn't, even though you might've, yeah, most probably, of the time he, no, no, no. Honestly, most of the time he does. Of course he does. Sometimes, sometimes I have to film ads, right. I have to do things where of course mm-hmm. I need him on board for um, but no, it, it certainly started out, it, it, you know, there wasn't, there's not a lot of smoke and mirrors. I mean, like what you see is, is what you get most. You nice. can, you could probably go through my channel with, with a cookie cutter and find some videos that were obviously planned or I needed him like, 
like I did this do or drink video with the alpaca there and he like did, he spun the bottle. I don't know if you saw that one. Like obviously that one I need to plan. I don't think but, I saw that one. But me, you know, when I poured like Tide detergent on my head, you, you see one of the first yeah, I saw videos. That one. That one I saw, yeah. Like, no, that was real. And I really did go to the hospital and it really was like a, a bad experience that <laughs> I had to get some shit done on my eyes. And I was like in a bandages for a little while, like, like, you know, there, there's no, there's no looking <laughs> mirrors there. Like all that shit was real. Damn, what people do for the gram, huh? People will do for yeah. I mean, that was my Damn. third video actually on the app, and so I knew at that point there was absolutely no turning back. And thank goodness it blew up. went <laughs> <Right>. viral. <laughs> I would have been very angry if it didn't. A hundred percent. When you had the neck brace and you said your dad was basically your butler, and he went and got you the slurpee. Can you get me a slurpee, Daddy? Goes yeah. really. And you're like, yes, please. He comes back and see the Slurpee. This is amazing. He's a great sport. Yeah, I'm like that one. At the end, and at the end of that video, obviously, I'm, I had him like feed me grapes. I was in this as I was in this like king outfit at the end of that. Like, obviously, I, I'm, I'm like, dad, can you just can you help me out? Usually it takes a lot of convincing, right? I'm like, dad, just just humor me. Just do this. Like, come on, come on. You know, and, and he'll, he'll help me out at the end of the day. But for things like scaring him and stuff. I can't really tell him because you're, you need a natural reaction for stuff like that. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, man, this is, this is great. I, I, I have a buddy of mine actually, that's gonna, he doesn't even know I, I did this podcast with you. He's going to be, he's going to be so shocked. I can't wait to show it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So New York too. Yeah. So I, I mean, I grew up in Brooklyn. I live in, I live in Florida now. Oh, I moved yeah, here two, yeah. two and a half years ago. So a lot of my very close friends, I've been, I've stayed friends with a lot of my high school friends. So we have a whole WhatsApp group. We're always talking. So a lot of them know you actually, a lot of them have shared your content and they know you. So definitely going to be a nice little shock to them when they, when they see your face on my podcast. Perfect. We'll do, we'll do a fan meetup one of these days. Dude, I listen, I do, do a lot of, do a lot of religious people. You, I mean, I imagine you grew up religious, right? To some degree. My dad is not nearly as religious as the videos make him seem. He actually doesn't really wear the yarmulke like in public. Um, so he's he's not. I wouldn't call him orthodox. Uh, we would I would call him like riff orthodox in between reform kind of and orthodox. So um, oh, I thought he was totally. Oh, okay. I didn't he's know. not full. He, you know, I think as the years go by, it changes every year. To be honest which is usually the case with just most people in the world, you get less right. and less religious, right? So we grew up differently, you know, uh, we'd always go to temple. I went to Hebrew school and everything for a little while. And as soon as I turned about bar mitzvah age, I was kind of like, I didn't really care much about religion. So I kind of, you know, went off. He is, you know, we celebrate the major holidays, right? That's about it at the end of the day. Um, you know, we're in a, he, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, not use technology on Saturdays. He doesn't do that. He doesn't not drive. He'll do whatever on Shabbat. doesn't matter. So that's why I call us kind of like in between reform and Orthodox. Oh, okay. Cause I, I honestly thought that you were kind of the kid that decided not to be, I thought that was part of the whole thing. Do you get where I'm coming from? It's, it's yeah, that's more of the shtick, which honestly. It works in your favor though. I think that's, that's what I'm a, saying. I don't push that. Yeah. I don't, I don't let people, I don't just freely offer up that information in my videos. I'm like, why not? Let's, let's push it. As yeah. he's, he's this extremely Orthodox Jew, which honestly, yeah, he's not really like, you know, but um, at, yeah, I, I became, I didn't, I didn't pretty much go to temple once I turned about 13. 
right. after that, except for like the major holidays. I never went back. So right, all right. So that's also what, like I said, what gives it that extra flavor is he seems like that conservative, well-to-do, go get go get a degree, religious Jewish father, and you're this bad, rebellious, irreligious kid, and you're doing everything yeah. he doesn't want you to do. You're right. So it just oh, yeah. everything. It's a conclusive. good conclusive. It's a great yeah, thing to, of, to bounce off of. And I kind of realized that right away. So I was trying to push that as much as possible. And, um, you know, you can also see like, there's some videos you see where he's not wearing a yarmulke. Um, yeah, I noticed that. I, I just thought maybe when he leaves the house, I actually thought because of your fuckery, because you just embarrassed the shit out of him, he figured, you know what? I'd rather just not, I'd rather people not know that we're Jewish. <laughs> I thought maybe that's what it was. Because well, definitely, I, yeah, there is some element of that, not because of my videos, you know, I, I did not prank the religion out of him. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> but there is, <laughs> there is some element of that just in the general public. You, you'll talk to some Jews a lot of times who they won't, they won't freely offer up that they're Jewish, right? There's a lot of anti-Semitism still in the world. Comparatively, mm-hmm. there's not that much, you know, I don't, I don't feel unsafe ever. Like if I told someone I'm Jewish, hell, I went to college in the Midwest right on the border of Indiana and Kentucky. Right. Like I remember you mentioning this on, on Ari's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like my whole fraternity knew I was Jewish and like nobody cared at the end of the day. Like I don't, I don't feel um, any different, but a lot of people will not just, just advertise that they're Jewish to people. Right. Because a lot of people you you can see, I would love if you saw my DMS uh, a lot on my Instagram, just free Palestine comments left and fucking right. And we're not I even don't like understand why people feel the need to do that as if you mentioned it ever in your, as if any of your yeah. videos are political, people have right. to throw politics. It doesn't right. make any sense. It's ridiculous. And Did you even, ever in any of your videos make any comment in that? No, in that? Never, of course not. It's just so funny how yeah. people have to do that. It's like, what does it serve? It's so interesting. Have, we've never even, forget politics, not even like, there's never been like an Israeli flag, even like right. nothing that could possibly right. be misconstrued. Yeah. The amount of free fucking Palestine, <laughs> it's insane. It really is. And you know what, though? I'm not complaining at all. I, I don't care about it at all. Right. It doesn't affect right. me at all. Right. If, you get, if, you're, if you're trying to be an influencer, you're going to get fucking hate mail no matter what. So anyone, 100%. Who, like, anyone who like really is angry about that, I think is an idiot. Like, you know what you're in for at the end of the day. But it drives up my engagement, right? Oh, for sure, man. Fuck. I mean, the haters help. So I'm, I welcome it. For sure. Well, speaking of haters now, we can we can go down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Your friends that were that were close with you before you you got big. Yeah. Are you friends with most of them now, or did some of them fall off? Uh, I, I would say there's no there's no real. I wish I had some juicy stories of like uh, someone coming back from the dead and, and hitting me up and being like, "Hey, dude, been a while, been a long time." Like, there's none of that really. I'm still friends with everyone. Um, like, I'm I'm at the end of the day, I'm really not famous i'm like mildly famous right mm-hmm. so it's not like i, I am a, a billionaire you know i'm still i can't even afford to move out of my father's apartment but uh, right. uh all my friends know i'm still friends with with 100 percent of them that i was friends with before right i mean i think that'll definitely change as far as the, the financial end of things as long as you do things smartly oh, you, no. you have when you have that big of a following there's so much potential there i mean mm-hmm. There are very successful people I know in the real estate sphere that are trying to do what you're doing, not necessarily with the content, but the the number of followers, right. you know, so ultimately 
when you can leverage that, I mean, whatever you, whichever avenue you decide to take. So now you're, because you're on TikTok and you said it's kind of hard to monetize that. If you switch over to YouTube, I mean, right off the bat, man, you're going to have all of those people, or at least a large percentage are going to follow you over to YouTube. So you've already, you've already built such a strong foundation. And that's the goal. So at Jake's funny on YouTube. Absolutely. I'm going to drop everything, brother. I'm going to drop all the links and I, and I definitely, definitely we'll keep watching your stuff dude. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. All the, uh, all the likes and shares and comments at the end of the day. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's my job. That's like, that's what I get paid in, which, which I hate because to be honest, between me and you, like I hated social media growing up. I had no interest. in going. I still to- don't like it now, dude. It's so hard oh, for me to get into it. Yeah, no, it sucks in so many ways. And especially one of the worst ways is, is this, like addiction, right? This dopamine addiction we've created of, of, of making, you know, checking your inbox and be like, all right, how many likes did I get? How many comments? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I find myself doing that all the time. But what else can I do? It's not because I'm like, I want to feel good. It's like, no, this is like literally my career. So I need likes and comments and I, it sucks. But, you know, it's what I, I think there's do. definitely, I, I, dude, I couldn't, I could not agree with you more because, because I, even for my podcast, which has, considerably less of a following than yours. I started a year ago and I'm gaining on a thousand subscribers. And one of my videos has almost 13,000 views. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's huge. And these are long form videos. So I started this out of nowhere and I already have a five digit episode. I have about 40,000 total views. So I see it's moving. I see it's getting there. I know I'm going to get to a thousand subscribers soon. I, I, Mm -hmm. I just know it. Are you able so, to monetize once you hit a thousand? Do you have all the watch hours? I'm getting yeah. the watch hours. No, I don't have enough watch hours. I'm getting there. I probably have around 3000. Okay. More than me. But on YouTube, you're saying, yeah, I got nothing on YouTube. So yeah. I mean, on, but like I said, man, you have that fan base. So you just carry right. it over. But I mean, I've never missed an episode weekly since I started. I started a year ago in right. August. So now it's August. Now you're going to be the 50, You'll be the fifty-fifth episode. Oh, I feel uh, I feel less than important now. So uh... would you prefer? Yeah, maybe you would prefer <laughs> to be the 69th. We could have. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should hit me, hit me up back. I'll be fifty. <laughs> I'll come back. Why not? <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, I'm, and I'm, by the way, not that I'm not that I'm some big YouTuber. I am interviewing a guy who is very good with YouTube shortly. But anything I can help you with, man, when you are ready to start, like any kind, and I'm sure you're going to do great, whether or not we, we, uh, I give you any advice, but more than happy to share whatever I do know, because I'm, sure. I'm learning. I'm always, always learning every day. Yeah. There's much more rhyme or reason um, to YouTube. YouTube is much more of an established platform. It makes much more sense. Um, so, to, you know, TikTok, like I said, is, is just, is its own. TikTok is the Wild West. Everybody hates TikTok. Every social right. media store fucking hates TikTok. Instagram, YouTube, they're fine. Snapchat kind of sucks too. Um, but YouTube actually, you know, it's funny. I actually am creating, I kind of made a deal to sign, to create original content only on YouTube for shorts. Obviously, you know, YouTube shorts, right? Mm-hmm. They're pushing that hard. They basically officially just launched that. So they're going to start pushing that very heavily these next few months. So you're going to see a lot of shorts take priority over long form content, which might not be good for you. I don't know. But um I am, I am starting to make shorts only content that will only appear on YouTube 
mm-hmm. and not TikTok. So I think shorts, I've, I've been doing shorts. Some of them got a decent amount of views, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately there are very, very, very few people that can succeed with long form, but that's where the money is though. You can't really, you can't monetize shorts. Shorts are a way to yeah. build your page. Not yet, though. So you can't shy away from long form. You simply have to be fucking good at whatever you're doing. There's definitely an element of yeah. luck and you have to be consistent. So, and you know that cause you are. So, I mean, those are just the keys. And I think consistency is, is the absolute. Uh, but if you suck and you're consistent, it doesn't make any fucking difference, but hopefully if you can pick it up, then the consistency is everything. So yeah, that's, that's what I've realized. Cause there've been a, a couple of podcasts also by Jewish guys that I've just come across that have a similar amount of follow followers or things like that, but they miss, they'll miss weeks of content Mm -hmm. and their followers just fall off. You know, they're, they're like, okay, well, this guy's not consistent. I can't rely on him to put out content. I'm not interested. And that's, it's such a key component. So, and and I, I have a, an editor in Pakistan. What'd you say? Go ahead. I just said, and it's tough to to never miss. You have to always be on top of it. Yeah. So that's why I hired an editor. Yeah. So he does all that for me. So it it frees up a ton of my time because otherwise, dude, I never would have been at this point for sure. Smart. Yeah. No consistent. It's, it's, it is tough. People don't forgive you if you, if you take a break and, and people at the end of the day, social media is not one of the toughest jobs, right? I could be doing hard manual labor, of course. And I recognize that. However, I will say that with this whole process, I have worked way more than anything else in my entire life. And it's not even close. It really is a full-time job. And then some, um, mm. obviously it's just more, instead of, you know, like hauling bricks over your head, it's, yeah. it's, it's more just staring in front of computer screens and trying to, to write and, and just taking energy drinks and like, just, you know, uh, just, just a lot of the mental warfare, a bit of, a bit of cocoa off your dad's keeper, whatever, whatever, whatever makes things, uh, you know it, you know it. <laughs> yeah, those, those ones don't appear on TikTok though. <laughs> But truthfully, this shit's much harder. You know, carrying heavy things is hard. It's, it's manually hard. Right. When it takes brains, I mean, that's when we'll get, anyone can ca- carry things for, for long periods of time. They make, they'll, they'll be physically tired, but anything mentally draining is a lot harder. And that's why it's, right. you, you're rewarded more for it. It's also a lot harder to succeed at it. So, yeah, you know, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I figure, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a lot smarter than I am strong. So uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll go the mental route and, and try and write shit and make people laugh. Uh, and I'm always going for the laugh. And sometimes I'll cross the line or I'll go too far or, or I'll miss the laugh. But, uh, you know, that's my job. And then I'll uh, pick it back up where I left off and, you know, keep it going. So I just hope mm-hmm. I can. Uh, yeah, I hope I can uh, get more laughs than than uh, than failures at the end of the day. That's all. That's, that's all you hope for as a comedian. So absolutely, dude. OK, so that that definitely. That definitely wraps it up for this uh, this episode. So thank you so much for joining me. Guys, make sure to check out Jake's Funny on TikTok, on Instagram, when he makes his YouTube channel. <laughs> when he makes his YouTube channel, check him out on YouTube and leave your comments, subscribe, like, make sure to follow all of his pages as well. Jake, thank you, bro, for coming. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Appreciate man. it. You got it. I will talk to you soon, man. Yeah, what are you gonna I'm, say? Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, when you hit a thousand subscribers. Good luck, my friend. It'll be soon, man. It'll be soon. I'll talk to awesome. you. All right, we'll throw a party. All right, take care. Bye.